0: Is anyone else worried about this cornucopia when those kids were? (laughs) I was nervous. I was nervous for it. It's good to have you here on this Sabbath as we prepare for the Thanksgiving season. Let's bow our heads. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you that we have an abundance of reasons to sing praises to your name. Lord, I pray that we will remember that in all aspects of our lives and in all moments of our lives as well. Lord, speak through your scriptures this morning and through this message in your name, amen. I think I might've shared this with you before, but Thanksgiving is probably the only holiday of the big holidays that traditionally over my life I haven't really enjoyed very much, that I haven't really liked. I know that's a weird way to start off a Thanksgiving-themed sermon. Happy Thanksgiving. I don't like it. (laughs) It's true, though. I mean, I like football, as you all know. I love sports. Um, But I'm a 49ers fan. So to listen to announcers drone on about how the Cowboys are Americans' team for hours on end. I mean, I'm an American and I want nothing to do with the Cowboys. No offense to Cowboys fans. But I know there's some Redskins and Phillies fans in here, Philadelphia Eagles fans that agree with me. I like food, but I don't like food more than any other day of the year. In fact, I've always wondered why a turkey on Thanksgiving is so much more amazing than a turkey on any other day after Thanksgiving. You know, people gather around the bird and they act like they've never seen such a thing in their life. Oh, look at this amazing bird. Oh, this is so wonderful. And oh, this is perfect. This bird is perfect. And then I see my dad take out that same bird the next day and make a sandwich out of it. And he doesn't go, oh, the sandwich is so amazing. Oh, this is bird. But for some reason on that one day, it was just the most amazing, amazing thing. I don't understand it. Of course I'm a vegetarian so maybe I'm just jealous so while everyone else is standing around the bird eating this wonderful meal I'm eating what I eat every other day of the year nothing special for me I told Christina one year that I really wanted Thanksgiving my Thanksgiving meal to be special on on that year so I told her I wanted her to make me a a pack of uh, a stack of a big old stack of French toast And she said, I'd be happy to. I'll make you French toast uh, in the morning for breakfast. And I said, no, I want it for dinner. I want it to be my special Thanksgiving meal. She gave me a look. I didn't get French toast that afternoon. And I'm still expecting probably not to have it for this afternoon, this Thanksgiving afternoon either. I'm a guy, but I'll admit I like shopping. But it doesn't matter how much I like shopping. There is no sane reason to go to any store the day after Thanksgiving. Folks, the name of it is Black Friday. Think about that. It received its name because it's compared to the stress and the crisis after the 1929 stock market crash. Anything that is named after a day in which people wanted to destroy their lives is not something we shouldn't spend a lot of time engaged in. And after all, isn't that why God invented Amazon? Just stay in your house and buy everything you need to on Amazon. I like family, but I'm not sure that I like them any more on Thanksgiving than any other day. In fact, I've been in homes, and some of you may be able to relate to this, that it seems like Thanksgiving, with all the food preparation and getting everything ready, that some of the family members are under greater stress than on other days, and maybe thus a little bit shorter with people on other days. So maybe actually I like family a little less on that day than I do on, on the other days. But maybe my biggest struggle with Thanksgiving is not with food or football or with family or even with a crazy shopping day. But it is that a holiday titled Thanksgiving is oftentimes less focused on what I'm thankful for and more on what I can consume for me on that day. More food, more football, more family, See, I believe that everything loses value when we lose sight of the one who gives us our abundance, God. And if a holiday titled Thanksgiving isn't really about truly being thankful but only about indulging my wants, then isn't that by definition a holiday that is absent of God? If everything we do we are to do unto God and not unto ourselves in a holiday in which we look to do everything for ourselves, then it seems to be the opposite of what truly Thanksgiving should be all about. Turn your Bibles with me to the book of Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. Paul here writing to the... Church in Colossae says this, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. And whatever you do in word or deed, do what? Everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. We are to do thanksgiving not unto man or a football team or unto a bird, or even unto our family, but we are to do it unto God. In all the words we speak, in the actions we perform, it is to be done unto God, giving thanks to God for everything that he has done for us. Of course, of course, it will be less of a day of thanksgiving when our primary focus is football or food or even family if we're not truly giving thanksgiving to God. You see, true thanksgiving, and this was mentioned earlier in Pastor Eli's prayer, but true thanksgiving is not simply about one day a year. To really live a thanksgiving type of life is to be thankful throughout the year. Thanksgiving is not truly about a moment in time or even an extended prayer before we throw down some mashed potatoes and gravy or cranberry sauce. No, Thanksgiving is a way to live. The Bible says, remember, whatever you do in word, in action, or in deed, all of it, we should do all of it giving thanks to God. Thanksgiving shouldn't be just a once a year celebration. In fact, Christians should have thanksgivings literally every single day of their life. If anything, the Thanksgiving holiday should simply be a reflection of the rest of our year and the rest of our days. Whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I believe that when we live with thanksgiving, that God truly can revolutionize our lives and make amazing things happen. And I'll share a couple of stories with you in just a moment. But before I go there, I want to tell you about moments of thanksgiving for me. And how those little moments truly can make your whole day. A lot of us pass through days and we have little moments in which we could find thanks, uh, things to be thankful for. But we miss them because we're not practicing the, the art and the joy of, of living thankful lives. This last week, Christina and I were at our wonderful academy, Spencerville Academy, and we are at chapel and we were there uh, uh, watching the one of the elementary chapels. And my son, Landon, his teacher gave him permission to come over and sit with us. And so my son, Landon, came over and he crawled up on on my lap, and he was sitting there on my lap, and as we were, as, as the kids were singing praises, they were singing their, their praise songs to Jesus, and I, and I could hear how this little boy sitting on my lap, my little six-year-old boy, on my lap, singing, Savior, he can move the mountains, my God is mighty to save. I know people listening on the podcast right now are probably dying, but... Uh, author, father, author of salvation, he rose and conquered the grave, and I could just hear this little voice singing out with all his might, and I looked over at Christina, and I smiled at her, and she said, are you crying? I wasn't crying, I might have had something in my eye, a little, some tears in my eyes, but in that moment, as I listened to him sing, I was just so thankful to hear him sing this song, and I was thankful for that moment. I even said in my heart, Jesus, thank you that he's learning this, that he's singing these songs. Literally, that moment of thanks truly impacted the rest of my day. I carried it with me throughout the rest of my day. And it it transformed my day, even some of the challenging moments. I just kept thinking back on, on, on that blessing that God had given me. Little moments like that that we can hold on to and we live in that moment of thanksgiving, God can use those things to, to truly impact our, our lives. I remember one Thanksgiving season, as I've shared at the beginning of this message, I'm not always the biggest fan of Thanksgiving and, and sometimes I don't look forward to it. But I was driving, uh, it was just a couple days before Thanksgiving and I was driving to an appointment and I realized that I was gonna be very early for this appointment, so I didn't wanna show up too early so I was trying to figure out what I would do. And, and, I, and I thought to myself, you know what? I need a haircut. And so I, uh, was, as I was driving, I saw out of the corner of my eye this, this place to get a haircut. And I'm not a woman, so I don't research whether or not it's gonna be a good place or not. I just decided to swing in and I just pull into this place and uh, get out of my car, and I walk in, and they said, can we help you? I said, yeah, i like a haircut. Do you have an appointment? No, I don't have an appointment. Is there anyone available? And the lady said, um, hold on one second. She went and got this young lady, and the lady said, yeah, I can help you. And as we're walking back to the, to the thing, she asked me, so what do you do? And I said, well, I'm a pastor. And immediately, as soon as I said that, she said, can I ask you a question? And she asked me a question about the Bible. And before I'd even sat down, before I'd even, even had a strand of hair cut, we were having this conversation about the Bible, it was probably actually about the first five or ten minutes of my time in the chair, she didn't even cut my hair yet, she was just standing there talking to me about the Bible and we were having a, a conversation about a question she had, I still remember from the book of Jeremiah, and we were talking about this, and then she said so now what do you want me to do with your hair, and I said I don't care, and truly in that moment I was so thankful for this God moment that, she, that he gave me that, that she could have shaved me bald and I would have gone home happy, I was just so <laughs> enthusiastic, and I said hey why don't you come to church? Uh, I go to church on Saturday, come to church this Saturday. She said, you know what, maybe I will. She ended up, she did come. But that little moment was like so, and all of a sudden Thanksgiving, the whole holiday was transformed by that one little moment. There's things that God is constantly giving to us, just little moments in time in the midst of all the chaos in which God reminds us to be thankful. And they can truly transform our days and our lives. Now, some people may say, well, it's easy to be thankful when your cute boy is sitting on your lap singing that song, or it's easy to be thankful when you have a God moment like that. But, but what about when life, when things in life are just horrible? And again, I want to take you to Scripture, to the book of Thessalonians, First Thessalonians. Just a few books beyond Colossians, just before the Timothys just right after Colossians, just before the Timothys. First Thessalonians chapter five and verse 18. And in first Thessalonians chapter five and verse 18, well, actually I start in verse 16. It says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing. And then verse 18, give thanks in how many circumstances? All circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. We may say, well, it's easy to be thankful it's easy to be thankful when your boy's being cute or when you have that, that God moment, but, but, but how can I be thankful in, when I look at the world as it is, when I look at our nation as it is, when I, when I think about some of the things that are taking place, when I look at my own family and my own home? God says, give thanks in all circumstances. This doesn't mean that you won't have difficult days, sad days, rough days, tough moments. It doesn't even mean that there won't be mourning and sorrow and crying, but even in the midst of all that, there there's a God that desires to give us moments of thanksgiving. When we can find new fortitude, new strength to go on. And in fact, the Thanksgiving holiday is the best holiday to remind us that in the deepest uh, depths of sorrow in the in the most traumatic of crises it is we or we can we can still give thanks you see we've turned thanksgiving into a time of abundance abundant family and abundant food and abundant laughs and abundant football and abundant naps everybody has to have their post-turkey nap and abundant everything thanksgiving though is really actually a holiday that was formed out of thankfulness to God in the lack of abundance and in the greatest of trials and the greatest of difficulties if we look at history we'll see that there was not really abundance the pictures we display of Thanksgiving, we display these pictures of Thanksgiving as an event with, with pilgrims and, and Indians, Native Americans around lots of food on a nice fall day with pretty colors and, and, and with nice clean clothes and, and healthy looking faces. These are the pictures we have. My boys... They did Thanksgiving this week at their school and, and, and they had so much fun. My wife had a, a video of, of all the kids running around doing their, their dances with their headdresses on and enjoying Thanksgiving and, and just, they were so happy. But the first true Thanksgiving, not the one of the pictures, but the first Thanksgiving, at the, as the pilgrims knew it, occurred in 1621. But it wasn't a celebration of, of abundant family, Many of them had in fact left their families in Europe, and most of the families that were there were probably mourning. Of the 102 original settlers, only 53 of them were still living at the time of the first Thanksgiving. Of the adult women that had made the trip, only four remained alive. Many families were mourning. There was not an abundance of food. The, the, the Massachusetts winter was already beginning to set in. They didn't have places in which they were living in which they could sit by the hearth and warm up. There was not an abundance of laughs. In fact, the accounts of the pilgrims themselves, they state this, about their very first Thanksgiving in the New World. They call it they refer to it as a solemn ceremony. There was not an abundance of football since there was no football, but there was an abundance of thankfulness to God in spite of their situation. Again, the accounts of the pilgrims from that very first Thanksgiving. Listen to what they said. We spent the full day in prayer and worship and thanks for the good fortune that God had given to us. That God had given to us. 102 original settlers, 53 dead. Only four of the ladies remained alive. The winter of Massachusetts already beginning to creep in upon them. And they are there praying and worshiping God for the good fortune that he had given to them. Here were people that were truly giving thanks to God in all circumstances. I said to you that I believe that if we learn to give thanks in the midst of even the most challenging of times, that that amazing things can happen. And I would say the fact that we are all here in the United States of America shows you what can happen when people in the worst of times give thanks. These people continued on. They pressed on. How were they able to do that? I believe in part because in spite of the challenges they were still willing to give thanks to God. Even when Thanksgiving was created as a national holiday, again, we think about history, it was not created in a time of joy. It was not created in a time of great prosperity. It was not created in a time of great peace. It was not created in a time of great unity and, and national enthusiasm. It was officially instituted when our nation was in its most dire crisis and it needed to be reminded, it needed to be reminded that in spite of trials, we must still look to God with thanksgiving. The year was 1863 and the United States was never more divided than at that point in time. No offense to the modern day pundits and the social media pundits who say, this is the most divided we've ever been in a nation. I'm pretty sure a civil war trumps, no pun intended, the latest happenings in our nation. People in the same nation killing one another, I think is a little more divisive than, than what we have right now. And in the midst of this in the midst of this, as almost every single family in this nation was being affected in some way by this great national nightmare of the Civil War, as we had this giant stain of slavery still hanging over our heads, shortly. After nearly 51,000 lives were lost in the fields outside of Gettysburg, just 75 more miles north of us now, Abraham Lincoln issued a decree. And in that decree, in the midst of war, in the midst of division, in the midst of chaos, he issued a decree. Thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelt in the heavens are to be celebrated on the last Thursday in November. Thanksgiving is not actually a holiday that developed out of abundance. Thanksgiving is not actually a holiday that developed out of prosperity or out of peace. Its historical observance and its official declaration within our nation was born out of great struggle and great trial. It is truly a holiday that grew out of experiences of people learning to live by what 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 said. They, learned, they were learning to live and giving thanks in all circumstances because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you and for me. It is a holiday that truly is to resound with living a life of thanksgiving whether in good times or bad. I believe that if we learn, not by our strength or by our might or by our will, but through the grace of God, to have thanks in all circumstances, that it would truly revolutionize our life and even impact the world. In a world in which there are so many challenges, in which those challenges are only going to grow. How much more important is it for us now to learn the lessons of the pilgrims, to learn the lessons of those who went before us in our nation in the Civil War era? How much more more important is it for us in this day and in this age to begin to learn the lesson to give thanks in all circumstances? So today, my challenge is for each and every one of us as we head into the Thanksgiving season to take a moment, hopefully many moments, not just while the food is being served or not just saying a prayer before the food, not as an an afterthought, but that we'll take a moment this Thanksgiving to begin living a life of thanksgiving in celebration to God no matter what our circumstances And as we do this, I pray that we will begin to see our life changed, our life enhanced, our life given new meaning. Not because the difficulties go away, not because there are not still moments of sorrow and sadness, but because we recognize that in the midst of all of it, there is still a God who is there, loving and caring and preparing a place for us. I wanna invite you to take out your connection cards. They're in your bulletins. And I want us to to make some choices today. Remind us today. There on the back of your card, it says, I will memorize 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. If you're like me and like so many others and we struggle with remembering to give thanks in all circumstances and to look for, for God's blessings even in the midst of trial, then maybe you, like myself, we should memorize 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. The Bible says, Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And if my constant life is full of some negativity and some struggles, then maybe I need to be reminded of the opportunity, the, the, to look for the opportunity to give thanks in all circumstances. The second one is, Please pray for me. I am having a hard time being thankful in my life. That might be your situation right now. And that's fine, many of us have gone through those times. That's when the church needs to come alongside of you and pray for you. So if you'll let us know about that so that we can pray for you. And then finally, maybe if you're having a hard time thinking about what you can be thankful for, just take a moment today, maybe here on your card, and say, I am most thankful today for, and what will that thing be? What will that moment be? You know one of the things I'm most thankful for today? is to be here with all of you. It's been two years since I preached my first sermon here at this church, and I praise the Lord for the last two years, and I am thankful for all the Sabbath more that he gives to us. It's been challenges along the way, but I have found that in all the challenges, God has given me reason to praise Jesus, and all of you are many of those reasons. So thank you for that. I believe God calls us as believers in a world that does not know how to give thanks, to say in good times and bad, like the pilgrims and like those struggling through the Civil War, we will look to our Father in heaven and say thank you, God. Thank you for being you and thank you for being in my life. Let us pray. Jesus, I pray that you'll guide and direct us. I thank you for this church family that has blessed myself and my family over these last two years. I thank you for your love and abundance in all things, Jesus. I pray that you'll help us to open our eyes and see the little moments of each and every day in which we can be thankful for. I pray, Jesus, that those moments will, 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 will strengthen us throughout uh, the day and as we face various challenges throughout our days. Jesus, I pray that, that, that even if all around us is in crisis, that we will still, we will still look to you and be thankful. Because if we have nothing else, Lord, we do have the love of God bearing down upon us, watching over us, and preparing a place for us. Jesus, I thank you for this family. I pray that we will go out as a people full of thanksgiving, not just this coming Thursday, but in each and every day of our lives. In your name we pray. Amen.